What if you could go back in time and change the past? Would it destroy the future? Monday, October 3rd, Timeless premieres. This guy went back in time trying to rewrite history. It could change the present in ways we can't predict. Critics are calling Timeless thrilling, eye-popping, full of action and adventure. Who are you? We're actually... This is Dr. Dre. I'm Nurse Jackie. We're from General Hospital. Timeless. Season premiere after The Voice, Monday, October 3rd on NBC. We are so excited you're tuning in to AfterBuzz TV's new show for This Is Us, the brand new pilot on NBC. We're going to talk so much about the amazing relationships, the connections, and everything else we got from the pilot. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, the emotions that come from the song, you guys. Welcome to our after show for This Is Us, the brand new NBC pilot. I'm one of your hosts, Whitney Lane. You can follow me at Southern underscore Wit, and I'm joined with the lovely and beautiful hosts. Hey guys, my name is Amber Plaster. You guys can tweet me your predictions and theories at Amber Plaster. Hi everybody, my name is Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. So, we're so lucky, because first of all, this... First of all, the trailer has been viewed over 50 million times, and we're getting to do this after show. Yeah, I know. So lucky. There's so much emotion behind it, and already there's so much like excitement. Everybody's been talking about this and ready to watch it, so we have a lot to dig into and a lot of great stuff to talk about. Yeah. Well, but- your point about the trailer was, um, that was the most watched, tra- I think it was one of the most watched TV trailers of all time mm-hmm. before like Suicide Squad came out in the summer, like, like basically on par with like a blockbuster. Um, and like to like to like temper your expectations for like what a trailer should be. Like the new Star Wars movie had like thirteen million in one day, and this trailer had um, twenty two million within the first few hours. It's insane. It just kept growing. It was insane. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and okay. I mean, why? It's because you could kind of tell there was a connection that every single person watching that you see like life happening. You see these these couples and this emotion and these real life things, and you connect to it because everyone has something. Well, legitimate. Well, literally life because from the trailer, the first things we see is you know a very Mm -hmm. pregnant Mandy Moore Moore. or the struggles of you know the weight struggles as you see from a plus size character I love Kate then you also have like an abandoned father like there's so many things everybody has something in their life and this show makes you think about it so let's dig into it because there's just so much and I guess we should kind of start with Jack and Rebecca played by Milo Ventimiglia and Mandy Moore. Mm -hmm. Fun to see them back on the screen. You know, they've done a lot of stuff back in, like, early 2000s, and now it's like, oh, it's kind of interesting seeing them as a couple. And and their parents, which I I don't know if we've seen either of them at this point as parents. That's a good point. I don't... Well, maybe maybe Milo. Uh, no, I mean, all I remember him is Gilmore Girls, and he was just, like, a little high school boy. Heroes? Things. And heroes, yeah. yeah, but he wasn't a parent then. So... Okay. New territory. First yeah. of all, though, I think the best thing about them is they are so in love, and you can see it. I mean, mm. she is drastically pregnant with three babies, and he's just, like, half naked on screen. <laughs> Thank you for that. We appreciate yep. that as ladies. Thank you yeah. for that. That's the way that. to catch people's attention. Yes. Perfect. Um, and they're just having fun. They're having their birthday tradition, which is, I guess she does a sexy dance <laughs> for them. Her little, like, bra was, like, <laughs> so cute that it was, like, up, like way above her boobies. And it was just, like, up here. It was, like, that's all. She's, like, that's all I can get. She's, but like, I'm gigantic right now. I can't. And this was, like, year oh. was a little different because she had some life growing inside it of her. It was so Three. Cute. 
life. <laughs> and he is so in love with her. It's just the cutest thing. He was like, you will always turn me on. I was like, oh, you were precious. Yeah. Until her water breaks and off to the hospital. Yeah. Let's go. Because he cares about her. I mean, he's not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so that was the first couple, the intro to the first couple. And we're, let, we'll, let's go intro everybody and then we'll dig into the, Great. the bigger, the bigger stories there. So yeah. next we meet Kate. Mm-hmm. And you can see she's a plus-sized girl that is very concerned with weight. Her fridge is, like, stocked with how many calories each thing is. Like, I think That's the first so thing was, like, see. one scoop is 150 calories. Yeah. And the first thing she does is weigh herself. And you see her take off the earrings and, like, <gasps> then fall off the yeah. scale. That shot where she's, like, she's she's completely naked and then she's, like, oh, forgot my earrings. Mm-hmm. And right. I was, like, laughing, but it was, like, oh, man, like. Because every know. little Every because it's you know, you know, like everyone can relate to that, like being like, oh, my shoes are on. Hold on, yeah. right? Everyone, yeah. And then you get to the point where it's just like she want. I think when you get to that point, you can see that she just wants something to like. She wants a like a win once in a while, you know. And maybe the earrings could have given her that win for the day until she fell over and hurt her ankle. Yeah, and her twin brother came to the rescue. I mean, even that when she was at the scale, she didn't step on it completely. Because I'm wondering, yeah, I'm, yeah like, I'm wondering if it was, mm. well, maybe if I just do half of it, it'll show me what I want, and I can continue oh, on with my day. That's she hurt her yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those things. It's like you know, and a lot of the times when you struggle with anything in life, it's like you know, and you can sit there, you just try to avoid it. And I think that's what she was trying to do. You know, everybody has something they avoid, I'm sure. Yeah. Or those times where you just don't want to admit to yourself, like, wait a second, it's gotten out of hand, or I've done this and I should have said something differently or done something differently. But I think it's a step above like being like, oh man, I'm not at my weight. Like she has, she has an eating disorder. She has an addiction. She is mean to herself. She writes mean notes to herself. She has to pour toxic things on top of food to not pull it out of the trash and binge eat it. Mm-hmm. Dog poop. Yeah. That's and where you know it's like, some, yeah. she can't, she can't, she's like yelling at herself not to eat like it was crazy and I was it was so raw that they put that on TV I was like I don't think I've ever seen that before I don't think there's a storyline like this that's what I had throughout the entire pilot I was like the honesty of this show is mind-blowing I don't know if I've ever seen a show be this real and this honest yeah like for instance we'll get into it a little bit later but I would write something down and immediately the next line would be them answering it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is going to be a different kind of show. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, this is life, is mm-hmm. what it is, really. Because it is. It's raw, and it's emotional, and it makes you think about what goes on in your own life, and that sort of thing. And then you see her brother, Kevin, who comes over there, and he's probably come to her rescue quite a few times. And she's saying, tell me tell me what I need to hear. Tell me what, you, what I should do. And you can tell that he's just repeating it because I wonder how many times she's asked that. Mm-hmm. And for him, who he obviously loves her so much, it's like, I want to help you, but I don't know how. Well, and also he's the antithesis of her, right? He's, in the, he's the picture of ideal health. And so he feels like, well, how can I tell you how to be when I'm over here, like, fit, so, like, anything I say is just going to be taken wrong, and you're going to always compare myself to me, and I'm an actor, so I'm not only me, I'm, like, actor good-looking, which means, like, I'm not normal, you shouldn't compare yourself to me, like, it's like being a model and being, like, well, I'm just in shape, well, no, for your job, you have to be, like, really in shape, and he is, and so, like, he's probably, like, what do you want me to say, like, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, but you know what's interesting is then you watch him, and you find where he's unhappy in his life. Although he may look like the picture perfect, you know, oh, he looks so good, he's always got his shirt off. 
But he's not happy either. He doesn't find value in his job. He doesn't feel successful in that, and that he's actually, like, getting something deep out of it. I have to say, I hate Kevin. Really? I oh, wow. hate him. Already? I hate him. Why? Because he's having such a difficult time doing my dream job, working on a sitcom. It's How dare you, sir? How dare you? What I wonder there is... There are actors who would love working on a TV silly comedy and have a great time doing it, and I just don't buy that that actor's like, oh, I just want to be a real actor. Okay, well, then you can do 99 Cent Theater, like... In Ohio somewhere, during your hiatus from your fancy show that you're a star of. No, I don't. No. 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 I wonder how long he's, so been, he's been on that show, though. Because Apparently not very long, because they said he only had uh, three episodes of Nashville before this, which, which means I thought was hilarious. That's the other show I do here, by the way. So I'm like, <laughs> you go. <laughs> no, but here's, here's what I think it is, though. I think it comes down, it stems down to, would anything really make him happy? Like, mm. I think it's bigger than, like, I'm ungrateful for this job. I think it's more of, we don't really completely know his full backstory, but it seems like he's always wanting more. He's always That's a really to, good so point. So you never know what yeah. it is, like, you know? I mean, he keeps saying, they keep talking about, like, Ryan Gosling and all these, you know, there's well, something keep, bigger there. They also keep talking about the Challenger, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, it starts off with him, like... With having two like really gorgeous women, just trying to party, and have he's a so great time. So not into it, and he's still talking about the Challenger, <laughs> and they're just sitting there completely bored. Yeah, and it's also kind of a neurotic thing to do, right? To be like, okay, like we're all partying, but here's my darkness. I'm sharing it with you, and you're like, okay, this, this might be a regular thing for him. And his sister even says like enough about and the Challenger, that, right? So I think there's something deeper there where he's trying to find the meaning of what he's doing. And okay. the way that he came off in that sense makes him come off very ungrateful. Like, what are you doing? The people that you're yelling at are the people watching you. But I don't think that's... He doesn't care. The whole point is he's like... Yeah, he's It's unhappy. something there. Yeah. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. For the record, I love the actor. He's amazing. <laughs> right? I just can't with this Kevin character right now. Okay, let's see what happens. Let's he's going to have those onion layers just peeling yeah. them back, y'all. But going back to Kevin and Kate really quickly, I did love in the part where Kate was like, tell me to wake up, tell me to do this, tell me to lose the weight. He wouldn't tell her to lose the weight. She had to say it herself. Mm. And I think that was his way of saying, I can't do this for you. You have to you have to start for yourself. Do you want and this? And so yeah. next thing we see is she's at that group therapy session. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of an interesting session where we enter Toby, which he's hilarious. He's yeah. so cute. I really like him. I'm excited yeah. to see where this relationship goes too because he makes her laugh and I don't know. This can be really beneficial or really detrimental, I think, for whatever their goals end up being. I thought it was really interesting when, you know, she said at the, you know, the water cooler, I can't date a fatty right now, basically, saying, mm-hmm. like, I can't be I can't be around someone who's going to be an enabler, I guess, is what she meant. Right. But I actually know, like, I've heard of people saying that to people, like, oh, I can't, I can't date you right now because, like, you're... Like, you're too big. And I'm like, oh, like, to me, I'm just like, oh, I can't imagine saying that to, right. to someone. But she meant it. She was like, no. And his response just gutted me. He was just like, well, I'm going to have to lose the weight then. I was like, oh. See, I think that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. He had those one, those little lines that came in throughout the episode where he just won you over. And he won her over because he can't. He was, like, very real and open and honest. But, like, okay, if this is what you want, I'll, I'll help it because I like you enough to, like, try to work that. That's what I was going to say. He seems really earnest. And it's not, like, and I just had a conversation with my friend about this. His 
joking doesn't seem to be a defense mechanism. It's just who he is. Mm. So no matter what size he is, he's still going to be that same same person, yeah. Guy that makes a joke about, oh, do you want to know how many calories are in a sausage? Uh-huh. Like, that's just who he is. That's just his personality. And you know what? He may be the most, the m- person that knows himself the most out of all the people we've seen so far. It was interesting. He's like, I might not lose the weight. <laughs> but like, think about it. He may what? be just happy with himself. Yeah. I mean, these other people all have something. But yeah. for him... Has he hasn't come off as any type of insecure? Well, he's just him. The show is still young. It is, but that for, that's what's interesting to me, though. He's going to these group things, but does he really care? I don't know. That'll be an interesting one to maybe see. Maybe he's just trolling for babe. That's what I maybe. was thinking. I was thinking that same thing. I was like, maybe he's just trying to find a date <laughs> or a friend. I'll be I'll be nice about it and say a friend. So yeah. let's talk about the juxtaposition of the really thin girl that was in the group there and her saying. I get how you all feel when I feel that extra seven pounds in my midsection. Well, I was confused because I was like, oh, this is, a, this is, um, this is an eating disorder meeting. So there's going to be skinny and fat people, like, right, like, because there's going to be bulimics and overeaters and, and whatever, like, because it's the same, it's the same illness, it's essentially. It's an addiction, right. Uh, with different branches of it. You just, you just, it's the same hatred of your body, basically. Um, so I was like, oh, there's only one skinny girl. And I was like, oh, it's not going to be good. Maybe they should be separate. And then she said that, and I was like, they should be separate. Well, because I think she genuinely thinks she's obese. I think she thinks she's no, overweight. in her head, right. she's like, I'm gigantic. And right. these people are like, oh, we'll murder And see, you. this is a hard topic, actually, that I love that they're bringing this to light. Because, I mean, I've never been through that, so I don't know. I can't necessarily speak to it. I can only speak to what I see happening, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, for her, she genuinely, like, was just being honest and open but all those other people in there who were feeling like, are you kidding me? We would die to have that, to be as thin as you. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to see. Because once again, if the show sh- tells you anything, it's like everybody has something. Yeah. yeah. And I actually, I don't know if you Even guys the noticed. Co-stars. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys noticed. But like when she said that, I literally threw my pen down. But then I had to think about it piggybacking off of what you're saying, Whitney. That I had to check myself. Because I'm like, when she looks in the mirror... She sees something mm-hmm. that everybody else might not see. Mm-hmm. Where, let's say, oh, what is his name? Toby. Mm-hmm. When he looks at Kate, for instance, he sees... Beauty. Yeah. But when Kate looks in the mirror at herself, she sees something that she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So I had to remember that my perception of somebody isn't necessarily their perception of themselves. Mm-hmm. This show yeah. is a good... Mm-hmm. Yes. In terms of judgments and perceptions of other people, if this isn't teaching you to kind of take a step back and think about that when you're going through your daily life, I mean, it definitely puts things into perspective so far. Oh, my gosh. It's like there are some seriously big themes (laughs) and messages in this show, and we're just getting started. Yeah. Let's talk about Randall. Yay. (laughs) Well, congratulations to him. We'll talk about that in his and Mm -hmm. But we're going to save it. A little tidbit, so stay tuned. But Randall, what what do we think of Randall so far? Um, I... Can't say that he charmed me right off the bat with his very like sterile workplace. You could see the the treadmill in mm-hmm. the back, and you're like, okay, so okay, all right. So this he's going to be an like asshole. Working towards being the best he can be in yeah. his head, right? So I I was I was pleased how that came about, and I really enjoyed the little bit where he he found his father, and he was kind of like just laughing because he was like, I don't know what to do. He's charming me, and I'm so mad. And I finally found this guy. Who I've been looking for my whole life, and I'm going to tell him off, and then he doesn't. He does like he does. He says he does everything the opposite, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was um, 
cute. What I think it was interesting, and I wrote down here. Well, first of all, his dad is an addict. As he 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 expressed that right that he didn't remember even dropping him off at a fire station. That he didn't know what was going on. But not only that, his like the way that he introduces himself is, "Look at my fancy car," and "I don't need you," and all of this. It's like I wonder if Randall has always gone through life constantly trying to prove prove himself that he mm-hmm. yes. And I don't know that he will ever be be settled and be like you know calm about that. I think he's always going to be proving. But maybe this is the whole point. His dad's sick, and now they have this opportunity to kind of. I think once he builds a relationship with his birth father, his biological father, I think he's going to stop needing to prove to himself that he is more than a baby that was left at a fire fire station. Or more than his Amex, or more than his fancy car that he paid full cash in, or more than his, you know what I mean? And it's as, like, as we saw towards the end, like, the family that he grew up in, he was... I understand that, you know, adoptive parents can love just as hard as biological parents, but if you're growing up and you look a little bit different than your brother and sister, you look a little bit different than your parents, there might be this added bonus of I fit in this family. Look at what have I look at what I've accomplished. And so I think getting to know his father, he's going to be able to kind of shed that, you know, I know who I am now. I don't need to build myself up anymore with fancy cars, with expensive mm-hmm. laptops, with a big house, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't because- know. You think that's going to happen on episode one, though? Oh, no. No, no, no. I think this is going to be down the way, but okay. I think so that's what he will. Yeah, I think that's what growth. he's getting to, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting turn of events because we did see, you know, who he who his family was in the end. Okay, but I have a question, though. So, and I don't want to jump into the twist. Right, you not know. yet. Huge spoiler alert. There's, if you're watching this, hopefully there's your, oh, yes. the spoilers. Um, there's a huge twist at the end, and so if we know that Randall is you know, adopted brothers with uh, um, Kevin the Manny, right? Mm-hmm. Then why does he say um, he's laughing? And he says, he's like, you know, it's like, it's like crazy. Like, it's like being on a sitcom. Like, everything that I do like around the him Manny. Is, like, is like, is like a sitcom. Like, like, you know, that show, The Manny? Or what's happening? What's happening? Huh? Uh-huh. And I was like, what do you mean that, that show, like, The Manny? Like, does okay. your wife not know your brother? Well, I do think it's interesting that... That was weird. We haven't... And, of course, it's the first episode, so we haven't seen them interact yet. So we don't know. But, remember, I told you, I saw in his emails from his brother, it's our birthday. Oh. So I believe that was Kevin emailing him at that point. Oh. See? So there's... It's going to all come out. Obviously, we yeah. don't know much because that twist was major. But yeah. uh, should we get to it? Yeah. Let's get to where... I mean, basically, it all starts to come together in the hospital. So... There they go to have the triplets. You guys. <laughs> that doctor, first of all, Dr. K. I was like, Dr. Kind. What a good man. Love he him. was. He was genuinely like a good man to come into this situation where he can tell these people are stressed out. They do not know who he is to kind of talk them down and to listen to them and like really hear them. He was a good, I would have been like, I want him on my side. I don't think doctors are that real nice in real life. It was so good though to see. <laughs> I think I, you have to have some sort of empathy like that, right? I feel like obstetricians are probably the nicest just because of the situations that they mm. can be dealing with. Yeah. I think that they'll walk into high-stress, high-risk mm-hmm. situations like that, and they're like, I'm going to try to make you feel as comfortable as possible because you're already at a 10. 
I don't want to push you to a 20, you know? So I think he has that constantly in the back of his mind. Like, I can't make her any more stressed out because things could go terribly wrong. Right. And as he came in to try to discuss with them, which I think kind of alluded to how I predicted that one of those babies might not make it, he did come in to say we need to discuss the positioning. And that's where it got me right there. I was like, you know what, with triplets, you don't know how they're positioned in her, in her belly. And that was the whole yeah, point. Yeah, but also, don't they take like a, like a heartbeat before maybe she goes into labor? Right, like they, they do. They couldn't tell that one of the still... kids wasn't having a heartbeat? No, he did until they delivered the other and the the umbilical cord got caught around them. This is the whole, oh, this okay. is a, what I've read. I mean, I feel like I've stillbirth as if like it was just floating around in there, not breathing. No, or it happened during and, yeah. labor. And yeah. I think that was what not he breathing, has. Obviously. What you have to discuss is the positioning. And one of these kids, are you okay? It, if this kid doesn't make it, uh, I think that's, they were trying to avoid that conversation. Cause he said, it's all going to be fine. We're going to have three babies. We have three cribs. My mom's done this with three, three of this. So that's what like kind of alluded. Like, it was so cute how they showed like the crappy knitting mm-hmm. on each baby at the, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so sad, props to though. the props department on that. That was cute. That was nerve wracking, but I, I don't know why I just, I knew it. I guessed it. I don't know why. That wasn't was that in the trailer one, though? That one of them didn't I make think it. So. I think maybe it was. maybe that's why I thought Mandy Moore was gonna die. I was like, oh, she's gonna <laughs> Something's die. Something's going <laughs> down. She's gonna die. And even the way he, wrong. the doctor came out and like spoke to um, it's J- Jake, 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 yeah, Jake. Jack. Jack. <laughs> See, I wrote it. We'll get Jack. these people. We'll get them. But the way that he came out and spoke to him at the end when he was obviously like not hearing him, you know, it's. And that was, like, one of the best scenes to me, I thought, because I wrote these down. Again, I was like, he has good minds. It goes back to the honesty. He's mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't hear anything you just said. Like, you're going to have to right. do that all over again, because all I'm thinking is, baby's wife. My wife. Where's my wife? Yeah. What's happening? Like, yeah. I and, just, so good. And Loved the it so one much. line that he said that then alludes to the twist. Like, we know it then. And he said, how to take the sourest lemon life has to offer and make it into lemonade. And he said it may not work out the way you planned, but it'll still, you know, it's so. He said you maybe you you'll still take three babies home. It just may not be the way that you planned mm-hmm. it. Did he say that? Yeah, you'll still take three babies home. Mm-hmm. And it's like taking it could even just add what? in like taking the memory of this third child. Like you're always going to have oh, okay. three kids. Okay. it just happened that one of I them. I did isn't. not catch yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, creepy. I know. He was but like that might work with what I'm thinking. Which it is, I yeah. think. But you guys, that line in life in general, like everyone goes through something so tough in their life sometimes. Or maybe we're lucky enough not to have yet. I mean, I know that I have already. My mom passed away last year and you have the sourest lemon and you have to find a way to kind of like keep living life. And that's what he's telling him. Because everybody goes through it. Like it's life. This show is life. This show is life. It truly <laughs> is. And it's so like I don't know, just emotional and raw and exactly what people need right now. Yeah. Okay, let's, we got to talk about the twist. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting so philosophical about it. So let's talk about what we think that meant. Because we see Kate drinking So well wine. done, first of all. Because I feel like I'm always first to pick up when there's going to be a twist. And I did not. That was not the twist I thought. Mm-hmm. It was not the twist I thought. I also didn't notice, like, you know... The lack of cell phones, the lack of, like, internet or anything that would have, like, hinted that, like, um, Mandy Moore and uh, and, and Jack um, were, sorry, Rebecca and Jack um, were in a different time period. Like, they did the outfit. Like, I was like, oh, he's kind of in this cool hipstery outfit. Like, this cool, like, sexy lumberjack. Uh It's totally 70s. Like, that's what it was. Well, (laughs) I 
just thought he was like a country Wait, boy. This makes so much more sense. Let's go back to when they were in his house in the boxes said 1975 or 1976. Yeah, 1975 to 1979. Okay, this is all yeah. coming. All these oh, I didn't even catch yeah. that. Okay, so this makes more sense now. Basically, when we set, th- when it all kind of came to was when Kate and Kevin were sitting I'm there. Go back and watch it now. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> At this point, there are so many things that makes so much sense, and I did not pick it up until it happened either. Because the whole thing was the trailer was like alluding to like birthdays or 18 million people share your birthday and like all the different things like that. So you're like, what's happening? So you're and like, there's a bunch of twins. It. There's a bunch of twins, and then one of the babies doesn't make it. It's like so I don't know. So it was all that until you kind of get to Kate and Kevin being like, what is it that Dad said? And also talking about how their mom like I, I, they it kind of hinted to me like. That their mom wasn't alive anymore, and neither was their dad. I don't know. I feel like I want clarification on if their parents are alive. So, to to recap for the viewers, it turns out that um, Jake and Rebecca um, were giving birth to triplets. One died, so they took one home from the fire station, which is a cute little black baby who ended up being Randall. So, Randall, Kevin uh, and Kate... Kevin and Kate our siblings. Our siblings now, and they're in present day 2016, and... 36 years old. And they're 36 years old, so so every time now that we see Beth and Randall, it's a flashback to the 70s. You mean Jack, Jack and, and Rebecca. Rebecca. Sorry, Jack and Rebecca. Hello. Jack and Rebecca. And so my question is, are, I mean, are there just going to be continuous flashbacks? Does, do they, I mean, what happens? So I feel as if their dad is still alive at 73 years old and is the doctor... That's Speaking to his younger self, his wife has died of cancer, which means Rebecca is no longer alive at 73 years old. So I think it's the dad, the doctor, talking to his younger self in that hospital or flashing back to those memories or whatever's happening as he's getting older. And that's what I thought as we were watching. I was like, the doctor is the connection. It's not necessarily the birthdays. It's the doctor. And he kept mentioning his faculties or his, being senile and something like that. I think they were laying the breadcrumbs that he is remembering. So we're seeing the kids in present day, but we're seeing the dad going back and saying, I remember when they were first born. Well, I remember losing the third. Well, I think I remember- that's what we're going to go through, right? It's going to be the dad going through the memories and the kids going through their memories of growing up because that's how we keep Jack and Rebecca as Mandy Moore and Milo. Yeah. As their young selves. Okay. So we're going to have to go through it that way. Them I was like, raising why? their kids. And they're probably going to have memories as well. Like they... Uh, their childhood. Dr. K, Kevin, Kate, and Randall will probably at some point all get together and be like, remember when? And those will flash back to Jack and Rebecca being younger with the babies as they grow up. So it's going to be an interesting world to watch and maybe a little bit confusing at first, but it's really intriguing. Now my question is, well, I'll say. Yeah. Oh, is it a prediction? It's not really a prediction. It's just a question. Ask it. Of how William's going to fit into that then. William is the dad. Mm -hmm. biological father, yeah. Right. So, yes, that is interesting. Well, he's dying, so I think he's just going to be on for a few episodes to, like... Well, he's in present day. William is in present day. Is he dying? Do we believe he's dying or not? Oh. 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 Oh, that was in... That was in a preview Mm -hmm. as Beth, Randall's wife, was like, are you really sick? Because we don't know. He comes and asks for money. You never know what's going to happen. There's a lot of interesting addictions and, like... Things that are happening in this show in general, a lot of like, 
emotions and struggles and real life stuff. But I think we figured it out. I think to an extent. You guys tell us if you came up with anything else that we might have missed because that was a that was a good twist for me actually. That was very unexpected. And I'm glad I didn't read in advance. Me too. It, it definitely That would have been me. really kind of sad. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going with so many different things. I don't know. I didn't see it. I, at first we were kind of like, what's the connection? Like they have the same birthday. So we're like, okay. So the dad has the same birthday as these triplets now. Okay, right. cool. So it's, oh, yeah. And maybe Randall's daughters have the same birthday. No, but wait, they're different ages. We were, like, trying to figure yeah. out. And then, Winnie, I think you were saying at one point you thought that Randall was a twin. Yes, because I saw that his brother had emailed. So yeah. I thought, oh, he must have a twin brother that we don't know about. Technically, he does. It, yeah. Technically, at least a, you know, brother with the same birthday. Same birthday. You're Kevin. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That was a shocker. Yeah. And what a dynamic and diverse family in general, all with different issues as any normal human family would have. Everybody has something. Yeah. Well, the only thing we didn't talk about from this episode was Alan Thicke made a a cameo appearance there. That was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. A little random. I kind of thought he was going to have a bigger role. Right. It was just a little random. Because it was like at the beginning, it was like guest starring Robin Thicke. And I was like, oh, so he does something. No, on this. No. No. Cool. It was just it's there for, for Kevin's meltdown, for which I was Manny just like... meltdown. Well, I guess he's supposed to be like, what, Charlie Sheen. Like, Charlie Sheen had a meltdown on um, Two and a Half Men, but he was mainlining a ton of, I was ton say, of drugs. But that didn't have to... I don't think that had to do with, like, him wanting to be a better actor. Right. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah. Oh, it's just so interesting. Ugh, and I just don't believe that Kevin's like, I can't... There's no other way I can act. I have to be on the sitcom. My golden handcuffs. I was like... Maybe he just won't be an actor. And yeah, maybe you just, just shouldn't be an actor. Or maybe you're just trying to figure it out. And these are the ways to do it. Same with, like, Randall and his real dad. Like, it's interesting because he thought he was going to hate him, and then he walks away still kind of wanting to get to know him or trying to offer that. I don't know. But that's family. Like, family's family. You can't... Mm. And I think that's why he can't just, can't just say screw you and walk out the door. Because finally cause... he has the opportunity to kind of mend this for himself. I don't right. think he's thinking of, like, let's mend this relationship, but, like, let me get some closure here. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it'll give him some answers. And for some, um, we we do have a, a live chat, for those of you watching us live, on yes. After Buzz's uh, YouTube channel, um, so, which is great. Definitely do that. We also have lots of people listening in podcasts all around the world. One of our people in the chat, Vince, commented, I think they're only going to be together in one place for the finale. Final episode. And that would be cool, but then my thought is, but they can't be with Jack and Jack Rebecca because they're in the past. I think this is like a super exciting show to see what the heck is going to happen here. Vince, clarify. You said it was Vince, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, clarify Vince for us. The series finale or the season finale? Yeah, Ooh, who knows how I think, that would work. I think, they meant, I think they mean probably the season, season one finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Cause it'll be fun to see, right? Because you never know if you're going to get renewed, and like it's always nice to wrap up a little bit it and then is. start anew. I think this show leaves line. it open for so many amazing storylines already. Yeah. Like I'm already like I've got to watch it again and see where my mind goes. We're already so invested in the show. I'm yes. invested. <laughs> y'all, y'all have to be too. You got to tweet us your theories, all of that, because yeah. this is too good. We're, We're here people for this. saying that this is like the takeover for Parenthood, which was another <gasps> which is show to die. I, love, I just finished so. that one myself. Mm. Uh, Okay, let's get into some news and gossip okay. so we can wrap this one up. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. 
So there's not too much as we just got started with these new peeps, but we do know that Ra- the guy that plays Randall, and we know him as Sterling K. Brown. What mm-hmm. amazing! Anybody heard what happened to him? Yes, or on Sunday night? No, one He's an Emmy oh. award winner <laughs> for the People versus O.J. Simpson oh, American Crime Story. Amazing. Amazing, right? Yeah. And now he's on this hit show already. You know it's going to be a hit, so it's pretty cool. He's had a pretty good week. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. When he was when he was like losing it and laughing, I was like, this guy's a really I good know. actor. It was great. Uh, hysteria. I, the hysteria. Oh, I do appreciate the snorting as a fellow snorter myself yeah. when I get to... Own it. You just got to yep. own it. I was like, I'm all in with this guy. Yeah. So kind of another interesting thing is that NBC is doing its own after show. After each episode, mm-hmm. the actors are kind of doing a round table, just six to eight minutes, and they're talking about the episode. So maybe things we didn't chat, we didn't talk about, and you can hear it from the cast themselves. Kind of cool. It's on the NBC app. You can watch it immediately after it airs at 10 p.m. after the episode 10 p.m. ETPT. <laughs> or you can be here with us. I was going to say, or tune both in Both is great. Yeah. I think it's both. You go and watch I the cast and then you listen both. to what, yeah. Why yeah. not? After yeah. shows are the cool things to do, people. I just love that I'm with people through the internet and with you guys here that love TV as much as I do because, like, I just I've been waiting for this, like something to it's geek so out good. about, like with the TV shows you actually watch. It's great, yeah. Wants to like affect you, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, that's all I have for news and gossip. Anybody else? No, that's it. For I me. think that's it. We'll probably have some more next week. I was after just gonna we, say after we get digging into Milo to these new stars. Gilmore Girls coming. Oh up yes, I did write that, that, I'm that down. For. Bring Milo does have that on. Bring it on. All right, let's get into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. And I don't even know. Do y'all have any? No. It's just hard because it's like I'm still trying to wrap my head around it all. Because I could not have predicted the twist. I could not have. Mandy Moore could still die. She really I was wondering that if you were holding on to well, that. Well, I think, actually, she does. <laughs> well, technically, yeah. I feel like she does. I feel like she's stunt casting. I feel like she's not really on the show. I feel like she's on it for a short amount of time, and I thought that for sure she'd die on the pilot. I was wrong. Very Glad wrong. I was wrong. She's, so far, done an amazing job of acting on the show. I love her. I just think that it's stunt casting, and she will die soon. Well, if we're right, she dies when she's 50 after. When she's fifty three, no, they've been they were married for fifty three years before she's she died of cancer. Seventy three. Oh. He said she died last year. So when he, so it is a while before I she mean, goes. She doesn't have to be in every flashback. So. I don't so think she, she will. She's not going to die. She's going to be there for a while. Oh, dang. Okay. She just well, eventually is going to get cancer. Been... Oh, that's what they say, right? So. Rebecca. I don't know what I think is going to happen here. I think Beth is going to play a bigger role, Randall's wife, because I think she's going to really help him. He seems like he's a hard one to kind of break down the wall for, and she's kind of his go-to girl, you know, his mm. wife. I feel like she's going to be there to really help him through the stages of, like, meeting his official father, meeting his biological father. She's interesting. They're such a cute couple with the switch. The two kids yeah. are so precious. Really quick to, to go back to that, I didn't know if they were, like, I was like, are they divorced? Like, why are they were they... little. They were a little sterile. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's because they're like, we've got to show both of our kids mm-hmm. equal attention. How cute was that? And Tess. You have one that's so aggressive, and the other the one's braiding. girl. It's perfect. Somebody's hair. It's very cute. Best of both worlds. <laughs> I don't have a clue what I predict's going to happen with Kevin and his career at this point. I think we're going to see a lot of. I think every character arc is just going to be a lot. Someone give Kevin a job. Well, he will. Other than acting. He, he'll and be good. Someone let him be feeding the poor somewhere because he's just so unhappy. 
I cannot wait to see what happens with Jack and Rebecca. That's the one. I, I have no idea how to predict it, but we are going to really see their life. One last thing. One yes. last question. So we can confirm that based on the email that Randall received that they're in Philadelphia? Because that's what it said for William's location. It said oh. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They could be in New York. Well, I think they're all over. I don't Maybe know. Randall's family's only based in Philadelphia because they've grown up and they move away. But it looks like Kate and Kevin may be Los Angeles. I don't know. Oh, Kate and Kevin would have to be Los Angeles. Or New York. So it could be New York and Philly. They, But, you know, it was all sunny at that, like, kind of modern house that he was in when those girls were dancing up on him. Like, it looked like California. Yeah, that's will be good to see where oh, the yeah, family kind of like, split and yeah. what age they decided to, like... Yeah. That's probably going to play a part of it, We don't too. know what Kate does for her work, right? No. Okay. We don't know a lot. We're going to find out. Tune in next week, because we'll be here ready to talk about it. Where can they find you guys to keep talking about This Is Us? Yes, please. Um, you guys can tweet me your predictions and theories at Amber Plaster. I'm Erica Shannon. You can keep the conversation going with me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. And I'm going to be talking about this for a while, so y'all can keep t- talking to me at Southern underscore with. Thanks, y'all. We will see you next week for episode two of This Is Us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.